Hello listeners and welcome to State of the Union, your weekly breakdown of all things Scottish independence. I am your host, Stephen Payton. The date is Friday the 29th of October 2021. Let's get into it. And with COP26 just around the corner in Glasgow, the climate emergency is the big topic of the day. We all know by this point that serious changes must be made if we want to stop global warming before it reaches further deadly milestones. The fight against climate change and the big polluters who are contributing to it will be the defining issue of this time. Rishi Sunak, on the other hand, seems to have missed that memo. In the Chancellor's latest budget, Sunak has announced that there will be a tax cut on flights across the UK at a time when we should be reducing the amount of short domestic flights in the UK for a less environmentally damaging form of transport. But here's the kicker. Not only has Sunak and the UK government endorsed reckless air travel in making these tax cuts, their reason for doing so is to, quote, bring people together across the UK. So once again, the Tories are putting their reckless unionism above all other considerations. It is laughable that the UK is hosting COP26 while endorsing irresponsible tax cuts to encourage more domestic flights in the UK when there are more sustainable forms of transport available. And unsurprisingly, the budget fails and falls down plenty in other similar areas. Not enough investment in green technology. Huge spending increases just on more road building, not enough investment in alternate forms of travel. When Scotland holds so much renewable and green potential squandered under the hand of Westminster, the case for independence remains, as it always has been, an ecological one. Scottish Greens Finance spokesperson Ross Greer noted that this is a budget written for the Tories' corporate donors, not for the millions of people across the UK who desperately need help after a decade of Westminster austerity and a disastrous Brexit process. It certainly wasn't written with the planet's future in mind either. To cut aviation taxes just days before hosting COP26 has confirmed the UK government's reputation as an international embarrassment. An international embarrassment, and who could disagree with that? Yet, that is what we are stuck with under a government that we did not vote for. And that's only looking at the budget from the perspective of how embarrassing it stands in relation to COP26 coming to Glasgow. That isn't even addressing the fact that the Tories aren't doing nearly enough to make up for the cuts, failures and cost of living crisis that has grown and flourished under their policies. Pensioners too are set to be hammered by a loss of £2,600 over the next five years as a result of the scrapping of the triple lock on pensions, according to analysis from the UK Pension Minister Steve Webb. And the thing is, UK pensions were already awful compared to our European neighbours and beyond. And now, under the Tories, Scottish pensioners are set to be worse off than ever with pensioner poverty allegedly reaching a 15-year high. First Minister Nicola Sturgeon also noted that the budget will leave Scotland with less resources than we had this year, presenting challenges for the Scottish Government. She stated, Between this year and next year, Scotland's resource budget is being cut by 7.1% in real terms. The equivalent reduction for our capital budget is 9.7% in real terms. That's the reality. Of course, that hasn't stopped Sunak from claiming that the UK government was delivering the largest block grants for devolved administrations since 1998. Hmm. So that's the budget. 
Many will be much worse off in real terms, all while we continue to push climate-damaging means of transportation to the detriment of all. Oh, to be part of the UK still. Maybe it is for all of these reasons that former Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn this week noted that he expects there to be a second independence referendum within the next few years. To be fair to Corbyn, it never really seemed like the pro-union position was one that he ever sat particularly well with, so it's not really a huge surprise or anything to hear him acknowledge that there will likely be another referendum in the next few years, while anti-ND MPs and MSPs continue to insist that it will be like another 25 years or whatever. Speaking on BBC Radio Scotland's Drive Time programme, he stated that he does not believe it's a good idea to prevent people expressing a point of view. Huh. He continued on to say that I am strong in support of people having their voice heard, therefore an independence referendum is something that I believe will happen probably within a few years. Corbyn will actually be heading up to Scotland for COP26 as well, as part of an alternative COP being run next week by his Peace and Justice project. Unite Trade Union boss Len McCluskey also said this week that Scottish Labour should change its position to support another referendum, with a party-wide debate to take place to decide on just what Labour's final position on independence should actually be. And that would be in line with Scotland's trade union movement in general, which also thinks that Scotland should not be denied the right to hold a referendum if it so chooses, regardless of what Westminster politicians think about it. And finally, this week, Michael Gove has insisted that the UK government would never ride roughshod over the Scottish government following news that the UK government will be riding roughshod over the Scottish government. Gove, who is the new Communities Secretary, took questions in the Commons this week over the Internal Markets Bill, which fundamentally will undermine devolution in the manner in which it will allow the UK government to bypass the democratically elected Scottish Parliament to invest in projects of its own choosing. But it's okay everyone, Michael Gove said, it's all fine actually, and we don't need to worry about that. Well I for one am relieved, even if the UK government will still be planning to bypass the Scottish Parliament to invest in projects of its choosing, rather than having the money go through the Scottish Parliament as it should. Great. But that does bring us to an end this week. So, with all that said, where does that leave the State of the Union? Better than ever. And if you believe that, maybe you'll believe Michael Gove too. See you all again next Friday.